Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. As, as someone that has now downloaded TikTok and watches it daily, yeah. every one of those songs. Right. I have thought, what song is this? What <laughs> the hell was that song? song? Well, I knew which one that was, <laughs> but it does pop up a lot on videos. I had to ask because it's been so many years since I've watched the movie. I because said to Fritz, I go, yeah. is that Angela Lansbury? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, it's not. But the only reason I knew what it was was that Cinderella, that old school 1950s one, is like one of our go-to quarantine movies. Like our kid, for some reason, she just, loves that one. I cannot get her to watch anything but that, which is fine. That's but funny. I'm like, what about Lilo and Stitch? Nope. Toy Story. Nope. <laughs> old school Cinderella. Well, it is Thursday, the 4th of June of 2020. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news this morning. We are already beyond addicted to staring at screens before the quarantine started. Now, somehow, we're even more addicted. New studies are out, and we've learned the average person used to spend a total of 17 hours and 9 minutes a day looking at screens. When are we sleeping? Looking at screens. I don't know. Since the quarantine began, that's gone up to 19 hours, six minutes a day. Yeah. How is that possible? I know. Aren't there only still 24 hours in a day? Yeah. So that means we're sleeping four hours a day. Well, a lot of people are saying the same thing. You know, I'm not awake that many hours. How is that even possible? Here's how it's possible. It's because there are plenty of times we're looking at two screens at once. Uh Like when we're messing around on our phone or laptop or both while we're watching television. The full breakdown for the average person is five hours, ten minutes a day on a laptop. Five hours, nine minutes a day of television. That's not possible. Well, if you think about it and like this, you know. The TV is on in here. You're not watching it the whole time, but four hours, five hours, it's on in yeah. here. I mean, look at us. We could each be like getting 12 hours. Oh, if not during more. our show, because yeah. we've got the TV on, we got our phones, and each one of us has a computer of some type in front of us. Poor Jeff has one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> five computers and a and a phone screen, right? Plus and, the television, television, yeah. So I'm looking at yeah. So yeah, that's multiple I, screens. Totally here. possible. Uh, what else? Five minutes, five hours, two minutes on our phone and three hours, 45 minutes on a gaming device. The survey also found 60% of people have argued with their significant other about screen time 
And three out of four adults feel, no, three in four. Yeah, three out of four adults feel hypocritical for trying to limit their kids' screen time. Oh, I don't. I do sometimes, like, when she'll ask me, like, I'll pull up my phone to write you guys back or write an email or send something to my mom, and my kid will be like, can I watch YouTube on your phone? I'm like, no. Like, where do you think you get access to my phone? The answer is no. Mm. You know, like, I feel like I'm trying to, and this is probably wrong, but I feel like I'm trying to educate her that that's like adults do the phoning versus the kids. Yeah. yeah. When you're my age, you can, you can uh, get on your YouTube all drink you want, alcohol sister. and stare <laughs> at your phone all day if you want. Yeah. We only let her have, I was talking to our pediatrician and clearly they're like, no, no iPad, no screen time whatsoever. I believe until they're like five or six is what they encourage. But she said, you know, in today's world, it's it's just impossible. It's hard yeah. not to, I would imagine. Yeah. But is that just because you're trying to postpone the inevitable or does it play a role in their overall development? It does both. I think they, I think that's the thing. And Jen could probably talk more about this than me because her kid's older. But I think it goes like both ways. Like some kids learn a lot more through that type of technology versus some kids learn a lot more not having any technology. Mm. Yeah. You know, so it goes back and forth for all the kids. But her big point was make sure your kid is physical, you know, whether it is some kind of physical. That's the big part, because a lot of kids like sit down behind their screen. And before you realize it, 45 minutes, an hour has gone by and they've just been sitting there not doing anything. Six hours goes by. So that's like her point is like movement. So, yeah, yeah. Jacob, we decided four hours a day is good on his phone. Yeah. And he will track it. He will keep an eye on that. Oh, really? Yeah, I can totally trust him, too. That's good. I mean, some days he'll go four hours and 19 minutes. but Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) Our kid pushes it. She'll be like, five minutes. Two minutes, and then I'm like, "You're done." And then she's not on to the fact that you can hit the button and kill the whole thing, like lock the screen. Right. And she's like, "Oh, magic! Like, mm, you got me again with the magic." I'm mm-hmm. like, she, "So she hasn't realized that I can turn it off." Yeah, I just think about like you know, obviously we didn't have iPads and computers when I was a kid. It mm-hmm. was the dreaded TV that my mother was very concerned about, and I did watch a lot of TV. Like as a little kid, I remember watching PBS. It was Sesame Street at four o'clock. It was on for an hour, and then Mister Rogers was on at five, and then the Electric <laughs> Company came on at five thirty, and Zoom was on at six. Now you didn't sit too close to the TV because you're going to go blind. Oh, I absolutely did, and my mother oh. would scream at me yep. saying, "Get back away from yes. the TV." You're getting microwaves in your head. It's true. Microwaves. Hell yeah. I could tell you what the primetime lineup was on ABC, Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, Too Close for Comfort, all the shows we watch. And my mother was really concerned about, you know, me growing up and 
just sit in front of the TV as an adult because that's what my father did. Oh, yeah. You know? And what's ironic now is outside of the television we have here in this room, during the week, I catch about a half an hour of Lester, and that's really it. I don't yeah. even stream all that much during the week, if at all. On the weekends, a little more because I like to watch the cooking shows and the travel shows, but well, and, the, and that's all that worry, you, though, yeah. that my yeah. mother had. Yeah. That's when you watch the television you want to watch versus yeah. like in here, it's just on, you know? I think, too, before you could choose your content, before the DVR, before streaming, you would sit through a lot of horrible, mindless television and commercials just because <laughs> you, you didn't were, have any options. Well, you you <laughs> didn't have any other options <laughs> and you were waiting that. for that next thing. Yeah. yeah. I still sit through TV that I don't know why I'm watching it all the time. <laughs> what was that show? <laughs> Was Outer on, Banks. Outer Banks on Netflix. You're heck? reading my mind. <laughs> yeah. The Bachelor sometimes for me, when we watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, or all the dating shows, Too Hot to Handle, the one with Nick and Vanessa, the other one, I watch all of them. And I'm like, why? Why am I still watching this? Why? We're watching Selling Sunset currently. See? Why? Complete trash. Right. But you love it. <laughs> it's a distraction and you're numbing it yourself is. is what you're doing. And I started that. When I started watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, that's how it started for me. It was such an escape from whatever it was I had going on in my own world. And it just like I didn't have to think when I was watching it. And I didn't have to care when I was watching it. And that kind of started my reality TV thing. I saw a story on reality television shows and they were asking people, what is it about this show, this this crazy chaos that you love so much? And they brought up the Kardashians and they said, because I feel like I'm with them. I feel like I'm living their life, even though there's all all of the drama and all the good, the bad, the ugly and everything that comes with it. It is an escape from my life and yeah. I'm able to live this crazy, wealthy, insane life that I will never Never really live. Live. For real. <laughs> I'm so living it's a fantasy. life that I'll never really <laughs> live. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's just a different kind of fantasy. That's why people like the the Twilight books and other things like that. It's just a different kind of like fantasy. Real Housewives, we like to make fun of and criticize the Real Housewives for these train wreck scenarios that are on the show. But people, there are a lot of people who are like, I'd give anything to have those kinds of problems. Yeah. They true. think that <laughs> until they're sitting in it. <laughs> Uh, Meanwhile, even if there wasn't a pandemic making face-to-face contact risky, I think I would still like this idea. There's a butcher in Rochester, New York, who is using a refrigerated vending machine to sell his cuts of meat. And he says it's so popular, he has had to restock this thing multiple times during the day. The meat machine for people who are going to come out this weekend Should be super safe, secure for you to be able to come in and purchase your meat. Yeah, he keeps this thing open 24 hours for people who want to buy some no contact meat at off hours. So no if if you and Chris it's wake up at, and I need a pound of chuck and, yeah. and a couple of fillets, right? That's amazing. Oh, the butcher's shop is closed. Not anymore. Not a problem. Well, I remember That's when I went funny. to a Geta Fest one year, they had the, the Geta vending machine there where you could go up and you push in like A4 and a roll of Geta would come out. I sure would like mm. a Geta breakfast sandwich today. 
I think that can be arranged. Let me look into that. <laughs> I think we can make that happen for you. Oh, yeah. That does sound good. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. That's how it starts, you know. <laughs> she is the devil. Uh, me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Has the app open? I know, right? I, know. I grabbed we're, it so fast. We're all willing participants. <laughs> there yeah. was zero hesitation. She is the devil, and, and I'm following her. I just, I just have ideas. I just have ideas and thoughts yeah. that I like to share. I am consciously walking into this hell. <laughs> With I my packed, mouth watering. Right. I packed How a quickly can they get salad here? today with cucumber and tomato, and now I'm going to eat that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not open right now. Yes. Oh! Death. Open they will be. Do they open? They open at eight? They're not. No? Although today, oh my word, and guess what? Yesterday, Jen and I were walking out of the building at like 1027 because we just had some extra free time. I was like, let's go. We left. There was a pizza man out there with a, a whole pizza that was cooked. We asked him. Yeah, like, I'm like, what are you doing here? She goes, what are you doing here? And he's like, <laughs> and she's you, like are you open is that for us? Where were you open? What happened? And he was like, oh, we don't open until 11. But and we were like. Oh, yeah. so he must have known somebody like in the building because it's some. It seemed like a somewhat secret arrangement. There's a VIP somewhere in this building who is able to move that mountain, and we are not that person. And they don't. Yeah, and clearly they either don't listen to us or don't like us. Because how many times have we discussed that before? Mm-hmm. How we would like some pizza at eight a.m. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Holly Morgan. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably her. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) With public pools closed, lots of people are looking for home options, but above-ground pools aren't always the most attractive things to put in your yard. (laughs) Big blue plastic. Hey, we had we we loved ours. It was great. Yeah, it was the greatest thing ever. Absolutely. So apparently, the new trend now is buying a large steel cattle trough <laughs> and using that as a pool. You can just put water in anything that'll hold it. Pretty you know, much. This is just like those big. Remember when you were younger? Did you guys have that? It was like a big circle, and it was made of like ten. And it was a pool, but it was made plastic. Pla- no, it was like metal. It was like yeah, a that big, was that was the above ground pool we had. But it was made of, but it wasn't like it was like a cattle trough essentially. But it wasn't shaped the same thing. It was like a big circle aluminum metal pool. You're describing the pool we had in our backyard. So it's kind of like a cattle trough, right? Yeah, but these are a little more <laughs> rustic and farm. They're looking. really kind of cool looking. Tim's got them pulled up. Yeah, these... I don't know how the homeowners association is going <laughs> to yeah. be. Uh, homeowners associations, I can't handle it. The troughs work like above ground pools. Plus, they have great again, sort of like a a rustic farmhouse look. That you know, it it does work with some people's hipster design style. Yeah. You can make it look really, you know, build stuff around it and make oh, it look yeah. really cool. That's exactly what we would swim in. Yeah. Yeah, they look cool. If you're interested, these cattle troughs cost around three to $600. That's a pretty good deal for a backyard pool. Fancy yeah. You get. Hmm. Like this. Remember these? Is that what you had? That's no. what I'm talking about. Ours was um, like kind of, it was not that different, but ours was a little higher. We actually stuck a ladder 
over top of it so we could climb in. And then um, it was like painted, you know, and looked pretty on the outside. I mean, they basically took that and made it look aquatic. Yeah. Well, this used to rust. And when you would get in and out, mm. you would have to, like, make sure you didn't cut your skin or pinch oh, your yeah. skin. Yeah, that's kind of dangerous. Yeah. Hmm. A trough pool. <laughs> <laughs> we ordered for that. We ordered I can't say we because it I'm totally blaming this on Scott, but he ordered Penelope like a drainable pet pool. So it's technically this what they call it is a pet pool, but it's collapsible and yeah. it has a little spigot on the end so that you can drain it so it's different from all of the plastic pools or the mm-hmm. whatever kind of pools. And it just, it's, because it's not quite as big as some of those big inflatable you ones. You need to get one of those big inflatable ones that have the huge slides and the, I don't know. We ha- oh my God. Those you love were, it? Oh, we had a couple of them and J- Jacob would spend all day out there playing in those things and they were great. Maybe I will get Highly one. Highly recommend. Mm. What else do we have here this morning? There is a guy in Massachusetts who was arrested last week. A uh, 34-year-old man, his name is Billy Smith, he's from Stoughton, Massachusetts, went to a grocery store last week and someone saw him taking containers of almond milk off the shelves, opening them up and peeing in them. Mm. And, and do we know why? No. No, we do not. And then he put, I'm not even sure he does. And then he put them back on the shelves and took off. A security guard got his license plate number. The cops did arrest him the next day on charges of attempted poisoning, disorderly conduct, and vandalizing property, and uh, still no word on why. And cashew milk sales just went up. Mm -hmm. Yes, they did. I haven't had cashew milk. Is it good? good? Yep. Mm. I like it all. Try that. Why do they call it like cashew water or almond water or almond juice? It's not really milk. Like milk, by definition, is dairy. There's no dairy in almonds. Yeah, right? I, there was some place I bought because I, I I drink almond milk, and it was called almond drink. Yeah, I mean, and I they, like they almond took, milk. They took the milk out. It was called almond drink. It doesn't sound quite as appetizing when you say that. Though. I think that's why. And yeah. you wouldn't put almond drink on cereal. Ew, it's like know? orange drink. You know what is that? The I think stuff. milk yeah. is the, the milk and almond milk is more about what its purpose is, not necessarily what it. It's like a milk it substitute, is. and right. that's yeah. why they call it that. Exactly. We're going to call it milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like it. I do, too. Yeah, I like it in my coffee. I haven't tried it my cereal yet. It's good. Hmm. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.